Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, thank you, Farad, and welcome back, baby boomer buddies everywhere. This is the show for you, presented to you by three baby boomers. And uh, have we got a show for you today? Finally, I think something that you're going to want more information about. And it, it's not, you know, erectile dysfunction. It's the second most important thing right now. Anyhow, we have, I have two partners doing this show, so let me introduce them before we go any further. First of all, from the Mile High City of Denver, please welcome Carolyn Strauss. Hey, everybody. And I had something to say, and erectile dysfunction completely threw me off, which it does. Yeah, it really. It'll throw <laughs> everybody off. Yeah, trust me on that. <laughs> and from Indiana, the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Hey, Paul Pelosi was pulled over for drunk driving this uh, past weekend. It uh, apparently... Uh, Trump's speech wasn't the only thing in the Pelosi house that got ripped. <laughs> well, <laughs> she, and she jumped in right away saying, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. No, you're the reason. You're <laughs> why he drinks. She was on the other side of the country. <laughs> oh, still. That's still just, you know, there's got to be pictures of her around. That would cause anybody to drink. So, And he, and he got out on a, what, $5,000 bond. I don't know if, he, uh, if that's normal or. On or a Memorial that... Day weekend? It's, uh, uh, that's true. He should have to wait, or, or they have holiday usually it's court, too, I guess. Usually they're there until Tuesday morning. Yeah. Well, then all the ice cream would melt. <laughs> Anyhow. So, so, Dale, you had said something before the show started about your granddaughter. Yes, I did. This weekend was uh, was uh, Liana's third birthday. And, she was born uh, three weeks ago. I don't no, understand how this happened. Three, three years old now, and it's just, uh, you know, it's amazing to, to me. And I, what I finally am realizing is how much she and I have in common. For instance, you know, she walks very well, but occasionally will fall down. <laughs> hey, me too. You know, she's potty trained, but occasionally might have an accident. There you go. That's number two. <laughs> or number one. <laughs> Preferably. <laughs> and and we, we both, you know, talk, but occasionally we say things that nobody else understands. <laughs> And finally, we have the same amount of hair, except hers is more concentrated on a much smaller head. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, so you said that she's three years old, and literally, I have I live in a time warp because I would swear to you that she was born less than a year ago. So that brings me to a story. Have you guys seen? I I am, used to be a fan of scary movies. I'm not a fan of scary movies anymore. But over Memorial Day weekend, I watched a movie called Old. Have you guys heard of it or seen it? Nope. No. Okay. It's an M. Night Shyamalan, him, Shyamalan uh, Ding yeah. Dong movie. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's a story, and it has two of my most feared things in it, being stuck on a beach with no cell service and no way to get off and getting older by the minute. It's literally the story of people who go on a beach as young families and either die or leave at 50. And it is the most terrifying movie because time goes really, really fast. Like every year is 20 minutes. 
and it is the most, and I feel like that's what's happening in life. I feel like every year is like 20 minutes. So I'm living in an M. Night Shyamalan movie. So there's no way to get off. That means there's no electricity, right? Right. Or batteries. Wow. <laughs> That's why there's no way to get off. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, people. We have now entered that was, the desperate the zone and of the our spike, pod. Right we have the perfect guest today, the perfect guest, and you are messing it up with this potty humor. All right. Well, we're no, we're just making sure people stay tuned because you know, as baby boomers, and I'll be the first one. As as baby boomers, we have lived the majority of our lives never needing nor knowing the existence of an app. An app. Think about when you're a kid. What, you got an app for that? What, an app for what? What are you talking about? An apple? What do, you, what do you mean? But now we have these apps, jillions of them, that do all sorts, all sorts of things. And quite honestly, as a baby boomer, you know, people, we're lucky to get them to tune into this podcast, you know, let alone start fooling with apps. You know, maybe we need an app podcast for this app. So we went out once again and we got us a specialist. Her name is, I'm going to pronounce your name, Beth, Beth Cizenis. Is that even close? No, that's why she goes by Beth Z. And all of her books and everything written under Beth Z. And uh, she is a, uh, is a nerd, a self-proclaimed nerd, meaning that she pretty much knows everything about apps. And she also plays, I'm assuming, Dungeon and Dragons and, and, and goes to the comic book store. Anyhow, Beth is here. She is, uh, uh, where am I? The name of your book is... This is where I ask you a question, Beth. There it is. Nerd, 365, a year of opportunities to upgrade your life. Very cool. Beth Z, welcome to another day above ground. Yay, I'm so glad to be above ground with all of you. We all are. That's why we named it this. So, you know, how did the whole app thing start? I'm guessing it was in the 90s. So the, the real, where we came to the word app was Apple's concept of what those tiny little pieces of software were. They were applications and they were like, well, let's just call them apps. Let's call it an app store. So now all of a sudden, instead of applications and software and installations and the tiny little boxes you got that you put one after another into your computer to set it up. Now it was downloaded from the cloud in a little twinkle song and showed up in your computer and it was an application, an app, a tiny piece of software. Now, today we have, you know, a kajillion of them, if I did the math correctly. And um, is there anything bad that comes out of those? Are there, when you get an app, can they like trace you pretty much like Bill Gates did with our vaccines? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm actually plugged into several computers at this very moment through my toes, one on my elbow, all kinds of places. It's, it's inevitable. Uh, yeah, that's one of the problems is that they're all connected, right? If it's an app, it's, it's SaaS, S-A-A-S, which is software as a service. So it's in the cloud. So somebody is hosting it somewhere and you are getting a part of it, which means that the data that's connected to it is associated in the cloud and other people can have access to it so is is it safe <laughs> no. Mm. no all right well that's good to know yeah i've always I've always lived on the edge lately i've been slipping towards the median strip but you know um 
What apps are the best ones for baby boomers? What would you recommend for uh, for baby boomers as to na- apps that they need? Well, I actually, so this new book is called Nerd 365, and I, I paired all the apps with fun holidays. So oh, I nice. actually looked up y'all's birthdays, and I thought I'd start there. Uh, Tim, August 13th. Yes. Is that right? Yep. Does that sound enough. familiar at all? Because you kind of looked at me strangely there. Well, well because that's information I don't like to give. Actually, for you, it was available on the web without. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, well, there you go. It was on a <laughs> so we've been doing this show for three and a half years. I did not know, Tim, that you have my dad's birthday. Really? I did not know that you and my dad share a birthday. Fidel so... Castro as well. Wow. wow. Three men that I would invite to that dinner party. And anyway, Madonna. And exact same day as Madonna. So, wow. uh, uh, yeah, this is what Madonna would look like if she didn't have any money. <laughs> oh, so much wrong with that. So, so very much. Um, but, Tim, I looked up your birthday and like I said, yours is just kind of out there for everybody to see. Uh, I had to go into the Dale and uh, Carolyn and I are friends on Facebook, so I found theirs there. Um, but uh, on August 8th, National Sneak Some Zucchini Onto Your Neighbor's Porch Day mm-hmm. is, Octo- is August 8th. So on, for that day, here's how I, sell- I suggest baby boomers and anybody else celebrates. You can figure out what's for dinner for... National sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch day. And there are several apps like um, Dish Dish. Oh, this is a great one for boomers. What dish is it? Dish Dish? Dish Dish is okay. a family recipe collection tool. Mm. So all of those family recipes, you can make a site. Everybody puts theirs in there. And then for a few dollars, it'll make the recipe book for your family recipes. Oh. And then will it come to my house and cook it? Uh, that would be, um, t- uh, one of the other, not dish dish, uh, Postmates, task rabbit, one of those people help, so help. Dish, dish and then get task rabbit to come over. I have to say something here. I think sneaking zucchini into someone's porch really sounds like code. Exactly. I was going to, I was wondering how Tim's birthday compared that's, to him putting his zucchini on somebody's zucchini. porch. That's the eggplant emoji that you're thinking of. So close. <laughs> yeah. Really, Beth, have you been around to compare an eggplant and a zucchini? I would say there's way more zucchini on the planet than eggplant and small zucchini. Uh, I'm just saying. I don't know what you guys are We're all teaching there and we've got a full set. Uh, let's see. National Lazy Day is the tenth, and what did I suggest for National Lazy Day? That's closer to my boy. That's closer to my. And, uh, there birthday. we go. So here is something that all boomers could do and should do: is automate little tasks. Like, if somebody tags you on Facebook, save that picture in a folder. Little things that you go and you do one by one, you can automate. So there's a tool called. Zapier, you can use your phone, and you can make these little automations that automatically do something based on something that happens. Like, if I change my Facebook picture, change my Twitter picture, all of that is now automated rather than having to do it one by one, because I've heard, and I may have forgotten the statistics, but sometimes baby boomers 
forget things on their to-do list. Is that, no, I forgot what the stats was. What? I forgot where my to-do list is. All right. I so I isn't that, is anybody it... else's birthday away, but. Um, hey, how, can, can I, Beth, can I ask you, how is that different from Apple shortcuts? It's not. Apple shortcuts, um, G, uh, Google has some, Android have. Oh, okay. A-L-E-X-A has one. I had one person in my session who said, when I'm ready to go to work, I say, she's right there. She gets really upset. Alexa, I'm going to work. Then the lights go out in her house. I start guarding them. Ah, See, now (laughs) she's doing that. The lights go out in her house. The doors lock. Her car starts. Her garage door opens. And Starbucks starts her favorite coffee. Not kidding from that one statement. So boomers can use these kind of automation tools to do that. Now, Tim, you mentioned, do you have any Apple shortcuts that you use? I do. And there, and I, and I also tie them in with, uh, 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 Alexa fire photon torpedoes. Firing photon torpedoes. That's pretty much all you need to be able to do as a <laughs> and you bring down the house. We have, I actually have two nieces and uh, their sisters and uh, one is named Alexa and the other one is named Brittany. So anytime I talk about, we talk in the house about the, her, we call her Brittany. Oh, there so you that, go. So that she doesn't know she, we're talking about her and we both know. So okay. uh, Beth, one other, uh, you know, you know, the, the one where everything syncs up, maybe boomers aren't going to trust that. You know, maybe I just want to wake up this morning and I don't want my car started because I'm retired and, and the bar doesn't <laughs> open till 10. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if something like that, but what the, what about, you know, people uh, in their 60s and 70s and uh, who really could uh, use technology for something they need? Like, where's the closest bathroom? <laughs> oh, there is one. There's an app called Sit or Squat. Oh, wow. There, yep. There are actually several good public bathroom apps. And Sit or Squat, it, uh, it was sponsored by Charmin, indeed. I think it's a little outdated now, but I came up with, I found one the other day that was great. But speaking of the same category... Taking your kids, taking your grandkids to go see the blockbuster movies. Don't go before you try this one. It's called, um, uh oh, it has the word P in it. Uh oh. Pneumonia? On. <laughs> Why can't I remember this? Um, the it, word P sounds like it's, penile. Uh, no, penile. No, that was. That was at the beginning when y'all were talking about the um, other penile problems. Yeah. Oh, come on. Why can't I remember this? It was Your uh, next book is going to be on memory, isn't it? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't prepared to talk about this one. Let me look it up real quick. Is there an um, app for helping you remember stuff? That's something that boomers could use. There's oh, an app for helping you remember P. bad. Thank you very, here we go. Run P. Run P. Run P. So 
you've got one to find the closest bathroom, sit or squat, and then you've got an app called Run P, and you go to the summer blockbusters and you download the movie you're about to see. And when you go in, it'll tell you the best time to pee. And then it'll give you a description of what's going on in the movie that you can miss, but it'll give you a summary of what's happening on the screen while you're in the restroom so that you could just do what you need to do and then not miss anything and go out and finish the movie. Hmm. Wow. wow. Careful, careful, most- careful not to drop the phone while you're reading it. Sponsored by the Motion Picture Association of America. They're going to be thrilled that there's an app out there telling people when the boring part of every movie is. When the boring part. Well, they don't do they don't do intermissions anymore. I mean, that's just that's just wrong. They 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 want to cram people in and cram them out. I I think Titanic. If any movie ever could have used an intermission, it would be Titanic because it's It's three hours long. And uh, right about that time when you when you when you have to go, uh, that's when all the cold water starts rushing. It's it's cruel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the the, the second half of the hour and a half of the movie, you 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 squirm uncomfortably. I I, would like I to heard have... there was an app. I heard there was an app. I don't know if it's still there, Beth. Uh, uh, that tells you which McDonald's ice cream machines are working. <laughs> yes. I don't know the name of that one either. I haven't ever looked that one up. But there was a guy, he got in trouble for it. He <laughs> made a um, an app so that people could report when the ice cream machines were not working. And McDonald's got mad at him and I think made him shut it down. But huh. it, it's a huge problem. And the fact that it had to be made should tell McDonald's something. I do, though, I'd like to tell baby boomers a couple of things that will help save them money. Seriously. There you go. This now really you're talking. Cool. Now you're talking. Um, Good RX. Have y'all heard of that app? I use it. Oh, it's crazy. You don't have to register. It's called Good RX, like prescription RX. You don't have to register. You just have it on your phone. And when you go to pick up a prescription, like I did this, I had some eye ointment for some red eyes or something. It was like $250 for the little drops. I go in there. I use this because all the coupons and the manufacturer coupons are in there, it was like $69 versus $250. Wow. And it's free and it saves you money right there. Wow. Another thing that goes along with it is an app called Abridge, A B R I D G E, Abridge. So um, I'm sad to say my, my parents are boomers. My mom passed away um, a few years ago from cancer and she had cancer for eight years. And anybody out there who's dealing with, I know a lot of baby boomers are dealing with the, you know, the parents who are in and out of the hospitals who have long-term caregiving kind of things going on. And you go to the doctor again and again, we've proven that we can't keep track of things. I've proven I can't keep track of app names, but in general, we've proven that we can't keep track of things. A bridge, you go into the doctor and you push uh, record it records the whole thing. It defines all of the terms. It defines all of the treatments. It defines all of the medication, pulls it out for you, keeps track of them. And then it hooks up with good RX so that it can help you save money at the prescription. So, so it listens to the doctor, what the doctor tells you? Huh? Yes, it is. Wow. It is recording the conversation in real time and using artificial intelligence to understand that jargon and put it down my parents would go to the doctor and you know my sister and i would call and say what kind of cells what kind of timeline what kind of cancer and they just know cancer 
and radiation. They, they wouldn't have absorbed all the other details. But this is great. Baby boomers can take it with them. You can send it with your spouse who doesn't give you all the details that you need to keep track of everything that is happening. You know who I'm talking about. You can take it with them and then they can record it and you can share it with other caregivers and it'll keep track of what's going on with your doctor and those, those diagnoses and treatments. That's a great idea, especially I would think in, uh, in nursing homes. Yes. You don't know what's going on in there, and yep. uh, and I think that would be uh, you know my <clears throat> my brother was in one for a while. And he just kept complaining. Nobody knows what's going on here, and uh, so yeah, I think that's a it's called a bridge, a bridge. A b r i d g e, a bridge. Now I just have to teach my mom how to turn on her smartphone. She I bought it for her a year ago. She's still using her flip phone because that one she knows how to turn on. It's the funniest thing. So I, I try to show my mom how to use her smartphone, but she's got fingernails. She she does this and with a fingernail, it won't swipe, it won't do anything. I'm like, mom, you need to use your actual finger. No, I don't. And she can't even turn the thing on. It's hilarious. Get her one of those pens with a little rubber knob on the end of it. And okay. that's great for smartphones and pads and everything, but that little rubber knob and she'll she won't break a finger. Thanks, Dale. Very I found cool. that on a, I found that on an app called Little Rubber Knob. I was expecting something <laughs> different. <laughs> so Beth, what else? So we saved some money. What else? Is there something that can save us time? Like cause yeah. Like cause go ahead. Like no, what no, no. I was, I was going to say, because baby boomers, you know, we only have a certain amount of time left on the planet, was what I was going to say, which was, you know, above ground. So, all right. How about time and money at the same time? Mm -hmm. So there's an app called Hopper. All of us are going to be going to see family in the next six months. Like we've been stuck. There's a lot of traveling that's happening right now. And everybody who's budget conscious is like checking prices on because uh, airlines are out of control. Hopper is an app that lets you put in some, some trips you want to take, and it tells you, it uses artificial intelligence to analyze the ups and downs of all the fares, and it tells you when the best time to buy is. It'll alert you for when the best time. So you put in, I want to go see, you know, we want to take a family trip in uh, to Florida this summer. You put in kind of where the general idea and it'll keep an eye on it. So now you're, you're not only saving time by not having to go and check every day and check every site and check every place, but you're also saving money because it's watching out for you. Is there something like that that tracks gas prices in the area? Gas Buddy. So Gas Buddy is not only an app, but it's also online. So sometimes I go there just... Uh, to be happy that I moved from California to Tennessee looking at the gas prices. But Gas Buddy will tell you how much gas is in real-time numbers for the places around you. And then, okay, here's another one, same kind of travel and same kind of money-saving and uh, efficiency. There's something called iExit. iExit. And when you are on a highway, it'll tell you at every single exit the prices of the gas, the food, wow. oh, the wow. ratings for the food. Because you know how you're driving down and it says, you know, there's a Popeye's point two mile. And then it, I've got, 
you know, and you are like driving around in circles trying to find the next, or next little green sign. Nope, it tells you exactly where they are, how far off the highway, even the ones that aren't sponsored by those big green signs, I guess they pay to be on there. But even beyond that, and then the stores, the gas, the food, all the things, I exit. It's great for- Does it tell you where the clean bathrooms are? It does not rate bathrooms. Mm, now there's there's how to upgrade that app. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it rates bathrooms, but it does rate like overall cleanliness and stuff. See, I would have thought Gas Buddy to help you find somebody to go drink beer with. <laughs> I need onion rings. I think this is the third time y'all have discussed gas. Uh, it's yeah, we're baby boomers. That was the first funny thing we, we when we were growing up. You know, every everybody had a uh, whoopee cushion, and my grandfather taught me how to pull his finger, and it's just been uh, passed along uh, from there. Gas passes. I get it. <laughs> so Beth, let me ask you so a lot of apps you have to pay for and a lot of them you get for free do you find a quality difference and like you know there's something like every month i get every dinged on my credit card for stuff that i don't even know that i own or have so absolutely i live in a world of personal productivity tools that's kind of why things that make my individual tasks easier, right? And there are a whole bunch of different things that can do that from things that cost $29 a month to $5,000 a month to things that are free. The, the models I like the best are the freemium models where they give you some things for free. And if you really want to get into it, you got to pay a little more. What I use to monitor that, there are a couple of things that you can keep an eye on things with. Um, Truebill, T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L, is an app uh, system you can sign up for and it watches to find all of your subscriptions and tells you where your money's going. Now, some credit cards will also do this, like Chase does it and it'll say, hey, you've got some of these recurring subscriptions. Are you ever going to go to the gym again, Beth? And I say, I'm <laughs> I will pay what I want to pay for not doing those things. <laughs> but, so Truebill is one. I found another one the other day called Privacy. Now, privacy is virtual credit cards. There are a couple of credit card companies that are doing this, but privacy, you go in and you actually hook it up with your bank account. It's not a credit card credit card, but you can say, I'm going to authorize this, authorize this for $4 a month so that if they sneak in and just kind of forget to tell you or you lose the email that they're going to $12 a month and you are paying four, boom, the credit card will be declined the next time they try to charge you. Mm. Or you want to try the free trial and you don't want to forget to cancel before they start charging. So you authorize it for $1 and they have an, uh, a credit card that they can charge. And so it's valid, but then when they try to charge it, it won't go anything over a dollar. So that's privacy. And it does these virtual credit cards that let you put a limit on what you want to try and what you want to spend. And do you have an app that do you have an app that traces new apps? You must, right? You must have an app that helps you find new apps because this is your whole business, Beth. It would yeah. be very app appropriate. Appropriate <laughs> and applicable. <laughs> uh, I like, yeah. Hers, hers was better, just for the for the record. Thank you. Uh, I've heard that. So, um, just younger. Ooh, 
all the things. So I love I love a site called Product Hunt. Y'all have heard of Reddit? Yep. Yes. Right. So Reddit is kind of this conversational area, and people upvote different answers and different questions. Same thing with Product Hunt. They upvote different new technologies that come out. So every time somebody says, "There," you know, you hear on the news, "There's a new app now that will track when McDonald's has broken down ice cream machines." Well, chances are that got its start and the attention from this site called Product Hunt because it's it's kind of ground zero for all kinds of new technologies. They go there first and they try to be on the front page of Product Hunt. And I am there every day and I just, I, I download. This book has 460 some odd apps in it. For every one I put in, there were probably not exactly 10 that I didn't. Wow. And once again, that one is Product Hunt, H-U-N-T, Hunt. Okay. Yes. Make sure you spell and that I'm correctly. I'm looking at your last book, which is this your second, is this your most recent besides Nerd365, The Bigger Book of Apps is the one that I have that came out in 2020. And um, I thought, you know, what's amazing, Beth, is you put not only your email, but your phone number in the back of your book. You are very brave. Do you have an app? for personal protection? I mean, like Ooh. a condom app? <laughs> lots and lots and lots. Uh, yeah, so that is my business number. I didn't Good. put my cell phone number in there. I recommend nobody give out your cell phone number. None of it. You go into Macy's and try to buy a shirt and they're like, could you give us your phone number? Why? Why? Right. I'm not going to call you about, the, you're not gonna call me about this shirt. You want it for marketing. And when marketing people get a hold of it, bad things happen. When bad guys get a hold of it, bad things happen. So I put my business number on there and I guard my cell phone number with my life. So make sure whatever you're doing, there, there are so many, there's just giant categories of, of red flags in this area. There's a couple of things. Make sure you have a unique, unguessable password for every account you have. Only one password per login set. That's it. You cannot reuse passwords ever, ever, ever. And I know, I see your eyes. Yep. Well, so, I, I, go um, ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Well, you may be asking, how in the world do we track that? Use a password management tool. There they're you go. free. They're low cost. Um, they're so critical. So I use one called LastPass. They have a free version, but everybody got mad at them because they took away some of the free level of the free version. And people were like, I am not paying $36 to safeguard my identity. No way. So everybody got mad per year, by the way, $36 per year. So everybody got mad and people are now using Bitwarden because Bitwarden has a very good free level as well but it'll store all your passwords. If you're using your, your browser, you know, it says, Hey, you want me to store that for you? Sure. That's fine. Just don't put it in a cleverly disguised document called passwords on your computer or with your elaborate sticky note system around your main monitor. These are not really good techniques. That's why I had all of my passwords tattooed on me. So, you know, oh. I've got to be there in order to read it. Anyhow, uh, Beth, we have run out of uh, run out of time here. Before we go, what is your cell phone number? 
Um, it is uh, call one eight hundred Dale Irvin, and he'll. <laughs> it's actually a nine hundred number. <laughs> How do you think he pays for the show? <laughs> so our guest today has been Beth Z, who has the is the. Uh, do you have a title? I would call you like the Queen of Apps. You know, if that wasn't uh, something negatory. Uh, your nerdy best friend. Your nerdy best friend. There you go. She's a self-described nerd. She knows what she's talking about. And she's willing to be your best friend, which is more than you can say for either Tim or myself. So <laughs> thank you so much, Beth Z, for joining us here on yet another day above ground. That being said, it is time to sign off, my friends. Carolyn, do you have any last words? I I'm going to go change some passwords. Thanks, Beth. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Tim? Uh, Just go to my website, timslegel.com. My birth date's not there, but I think you can find it. And and go to daleirvin.com where you can sign up for the Friday Funnies for free. And every Friday in your email, I'll confront you with the weirder stories of the news. That being said, enjoy the rest of today because today is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.